Hello and welcome. This is the Bariatric Eating Real Talk podcast, and I am Susie Shaw. If you're new to our podcast, bariatric eating is more than just talk. We support nearly a million post-ops in our Facebook-based support groups, which you can join if you like after you listen. I'll tell you where to find us at the end. We've created the most successful plan for bariatric regain on the planet. There's not a doctor's program or hospital plan or anyone who has addressed regain and the regain crisis with anywhere near our success rate. Thousands of people have used our Inspire diet along with our help and support to take their lives back, even when it seemed like things were hopeless. Those who help you in our groups are post-ops. We've had regain, so we know how it feels. But we also have lost that regain, and we can help you find your way back to those smaller clothes in your closet. We have specific tools for you. We will help you set goals. We'll help you create food lists. We even have meals for you to eat. And we have our own product line. So we go beyond ideas and actually help you in real time with real tools. Our support is made up of people who are just like me. And collectively, we've spent the past 20 years helping post-ops lose, regain, and learn to change their habits so the weight stays off for good. And I'm pretty sure we can help you too. So let's get started. Um, I'm not sure if you noticed the title of today's episode, but it's about not being able to do it all in one day. A common trend we um, see when we get off track from our goals is that we get really, really laser focused when we decide to get back on track. The motivation fire in our belly is so strong and we honestly and happily can't wait to get back to it and to do it right, do it perfectly in fact. And while that's awesome, it's also setting us up for failure. In our first couple episodes in our podcast series, we've talked about how to actually set goals with specific steps that help you be more accountable and take your goals day by day in smaller bites. The next few episodes gave some tips about how to stay focused, how to deal with special events, and a couple truth bombs out there about really um, about things that you know you may not have considered uh, whether or not you really want this, the reality of self-care, self-care, and a lot of things people just don't think about before they have weight loss surgery, even after they have it. In the last episode that we did, we talked about how our feelings impact our ability to stay on track. There's a lot of different topics um, that we've covered that all circle back to one thing, and that's staying focused and getting to goal or getting back to goal. So today we're going to keep up with that theme and talk about another thing people don't think about. Weight loss success comes from repeating the same things over and over again with consistency, both so that you can actually lose the weight, but also so that you build up a lifestyle that's sustainable long-term so you stay, you stay successful and you don't regain again. There's an overused concept out there that it takes 21 days to build a habit. And if you've ever tried to build a habit, you know that that's a bag of poo. Um, sorry, but not sorry. It actually takes much longer than that. Because if 21 days were all you needed, you'd be all set within the first six weeks after your surgery. And frankly speaking, from my own experience and from that of my friends and fellow admins and people that I know in our Facebook support groups, most of us are not sailing through our days with ease thanks to new habits at six weeks out. In fact, most of us are still learning how to build what works and what doesn't work and figure things out because we're too scared to do things like eat lettuce at six weeks out. It's very, very early. So you have to take things slowly. You really have to take it day by day and break it down into steps of what you want to change or accomplish into like pieces and steps. What do I mean by that? I mean, if one of your goals was to run a half marathon, but you haven't ever walked more than 100 feet in a row, you're going to need to start with walking. 
and then you'll move on to jogging and then eventually to running. You're not going to hit the gym and do a 5K on that treadmill in under 40 minutes that first time. Not even close. The same goes with food. You're not going to be able to stop having a sweet tooth just because you decide to get back on track. It's not craving sweets that's throwing you off track. It's that you're giving into the wrong things and that's why you're off track. This doesn't happen overnight. So you have to arm yourself really, really well and set yourself up with success with tools. Don't think that you're magically just not going to want to eat a candy bar because you want to lose weight. You have to prep yourself a little bit. Have a, some sugar-free jello in the fridge ready so that when the sweet tooth hits you, you've got something that is on plan or that you can focus on having that will keep you sane during the day. If you eat dinner at 6 o'clock at night, but every night around 8.30 you start thinking about snacks and stuff like that while you're in front of the TV, plan for a little bit differently. Arrange your day so you can have a small inspired drink at that time. Or plan that former snack time, that 8.30 time, for the time where you get some, some extra steps in, do a little workout, do some cleaning around the house, do something. Because really, if you ate at 6, do you really need more food a little over two hours later and so soon before bed? Probably not. You're probably eating out of habit. If you're struggling with water, you don't need to carry around a giant gallon-sized jug of water to motivate you to drink. You just need to focus on adding one more glass to your day, and then eventually that'll become two more glasses, and so on and so forth. If you can't seem to get in that exercise that you know you need, open your your computer and get, um, get on YouTube and find a walking video or a home workout video you can do from your living room. Take the dog for a walk. There's, there's a ton of ways to exercise and to move. Um, you kind of have to look at it a little bit differently too. You don't always want to go to work every day, right? But you show up. You show up for the work you need to do for you. You and your goals are as important as you and your paycheck are. But it's these small things that we do, that one single step in the right direction that helps us in the long term, that extra, extra hundred steps at the end of the day, that extra glass of water. You aren't going to get it perfect right out of the gate. So stop thinking that's the only way to do it. There's no need to be that perfect. The all or nothing attitude is exactly why you can't stay on track. You're putting way too much pressure on yourself and it's not fair. It's just too much. Take some of that pressure off. Give yourself some space, some grace to learn, to do this. It's going to take time to learn all of these things and to get them right. You are worth that time and you are worth that effort. I want to go a little bit further and break it down just a little bit more. Um, in every, pretty much every episode so far, we've talked about some of these concepts and it's all been kind of leaning up to this and it sort of ties it all together. But um, in the morning, when you get up, to help you break it down day by day and not look at things as being an all or nothing, must do everything, grab something to write with. Grab anything. It doesn't have to be a scrapbook worthy art project here, just something to write on. And this is something that's going to take you like five minutes tops. But the first thing you're going to do, step one, write down what your goal is. This is your big goal, your lofty dream, the eventual end game, what you're working to, working for. Write that down. Step two. Write down one small thing that always seems to trip you up. That's your focus no matter what. Is it the vending machine in the hallway at work? Is it that you can't drink your water? Is it that you know you won't be able to run that 5K you say you want to unless you actually start working out again? Whatever that one thing is, write it down and commit to working on making it better for you than it was yesterday. Notice how I didn't say fix it, stop it, do it. I said make it better. Take it one more step. 
one more sip, one more 15-minute workout is going to be better than the zero-minute workout you did yesterday, right? One more carrot stick is going to be better than the zero carrot sticks you ate yesterday. That's the goal here, to make one small change that's better. Not perfect, just better. So tomorrow, when you wake up to do this again, you'll have some confidence that you did it once before, so maybe you can do it again. Step three is tomorrow. When you wake up, repeat step one. And yeah, I know it's redundant, but we need to focus on what we want and to look at in the face every single day. So for step four, you're going to write down the same thing you worked on yesterday in step two, even if you nailed it. Let's make this a habit before we work on something else, okay? Now, what do we consider to be a habit? I hate to sound vague, but only you can tell. It may take you a week. It may take you five months. It doesn't matter how long it takes you to nail that step number two, that thing that you're going to work on your small little change. What matters is that you do it. Just think about it. How long did it take you to build up the habit of having dessert? Was it 21 days when you were six? Or was it years of there being dessert at every meal? Or what about the habit that you may have of brushing your hair before bed? How did you build that? You didn't set up the calendar with a deadline. You realized that your hair was more manageable in the morning if you brushed it before bed. So you brushed it. Some days you forgot, but you realized when you woke up the next day what happened. It's the same with weight loss. We realize we need to lose a few or or more pounds, so we eat right for a couple days, we exercise, and then we start seeing some results. And eventually, we kind of stumble and get shaken up, and we realize, oh, wait, this is why I'm doing this. And we go back and start doing it again. But we've also tried it that other way that I mentioned a second, um, the, the way where we plan with a hard deadline, thinking that's what we've been missing this whole time, a target, an end date. You know what I mean? Where That time where you spend all winter thinking, I really need to quit the snacking because summer's coming and I have five pounds to lose. But we do nothing and things get worse and worse and worse until we finally kind of look up at the calendar on May 1st and realize that it, we need to lose 15 pounds before Memorial Day because you know there's going to be a barbecue that weekend and your shorts from last year don't fit and you don't want to sit on the deck in your jeans. And while that's sometimes a good way to get back into shorts or something specific, how come that's not enough to teach you the habit of eating right so that the weight stays off in a manageable way so that you don't have to repeat that exact same scenario next winter? It's because deadlines don't work well where weight loss is concerned. And where weight loss is concerned, the habits are what matters, not the target. It's that daily effort that matters more than how many days you've been on the diet. Deadlines may help us take action as they shake us awake and force us to face reality, but they, they keep us focused more on the end, on the deadline, and not what we're doing in between that start and the finish. We don't learn anything when we have a deadline that we're working towards. What matters with weight loss is whether you give up or not. You'll know when it's a habit because you'll have an easy time with that small thing. It'll be part of your day. You won't even have to think about not getting a snack on the way home from work because you'll have experience ignoring that vending machine. You won't have to think about going to the gym because you'll have been going long enough to notice some of the benefits from regular exercise. And I want to add that I didn't say like going to the gym on purpose. A few of the people who who actually are at the gym want to be there. Most people go to the gym and are there because they choose to be. They pick the gym over Netflix because of the way it makes them look and feel. They, they 
see the payoff and go because it's easier than when they don't go. There's a big difference there. But only you can tell when you've mastered your change and it's become a habit and that you're ready to move forward with the next item on your list. And that's okay if it takes you a long time, like I said, because that's where the real magic is happening. You'll notice as you master that one change that you're a little happier to add something else to your list in the morning. It builds momentum and it's hugely fun because you can see your success right in front of you as a point of your daily focus. And that's what motivates you in a cycle as you build that momentum, that snowball effect, and you gain some real success and see real results. Throughout this, we have to admit our faults and commit to change. And I know that kind of sounds hokey to commit to change, but learning to change is how we actually end up getting to a goal and staying there. Think about it. When we're learning how to do something new, we have to learn. And again, I know how silly that sounds, but that's how it works. It's not going to happen overnight. But you owe it to yourself to stop putting so much pressure to be perfect and break it down so that you can actually learn something as you lose weight. So take it slow. One small change every day will add up if you keep with it. So with that, I'm going to close here. And thank you so much for listening. Um... I really would like also to invite you to to join us on Facebook. We can help you through this every step of the way, and we will hold your hand and give you real support. We can also be found on our website, www.bariatriceating.com. And once you're there, you can do a keyword search uh, for podcasts, and you'll find all of our episodes listed with show notes and some links. And this one, I'm going to keep linking our Inspired Diet Plan because if you're ready to lose that regain, we've got the way to do it. We've helped others. We can help you too with that. And a link to our Facebook support group so you can come find us. And I want to remind you that we're, we're not just talk. We've helped more post-ops thrive for over 20 years. And we've helped those people keep the weight off. We want to help you too. So please come check out our website. There's a ton of information that you need right now. Don't forget to review and subscribe to our podcast so you're always updated as soon as episodes are available. And please... If you've enjoyed today's episode, pass it on to someone you think may also find it helpful. And I'll talk to you soon. Thanks.